Life is a matter of choices, and every choice you make makes you. John C. Maxwell Welcome to Beauty Beyond the Ashes podcast, a support podcast to encourage and inspire women of faith while navigating the process of self-forgiveness to release and live beyond the guilt, shame, and regret of their past choices. I am the creator and your host, Tanya B. Jones. Hello, hello, my sister friends, and hello to our gentlemen listeners as well. I have a special guest on today. God's vessel, dreamer, visionary, planner, entrepreneur, wife, and mother are just a few adjectives to describe Mrs. Jasmine Perkins-Pate. She is a part of the Sisterhood of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Jasmine received a Bachelor of Science degree in accounting from Christian Brothers University in Memphis, Tennessee, and an MBA from the University of New Orleans. She is the founder of Do It For Me, a nonprofit organization created in her mother's honor. Jasmine takes joy in serving others and sprinkling kindness wherever she goes. Her daily desire is for God to exhaust every measure of who he created her to be. Please welcome with me, Miss Jasmine Perkins-Pate. Hello, hello, Miss Jasmine, and welcome to Beauty Beyond the Ashes podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I am excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Guys, this is one of my amazing P2P sisters, um, and we still support one another. We're in community together, and um, she just did some amazing things that I want to share with the community, and um, and I'm excited to hear about it because I haven't talked to her about the whole experience, so um, talk, talk, talk to me, Jazz. Yes, ma'am. So I am Jasmine Pate. A mother, a wife, a visionary, a dreamer, and entrepreneur, and I'm the founder of Do It For Me, and that is a nonprofit organization that I started in my mother's honor, and this organization strives to create HIV awareness in New Orleans with emphasis on the Black and youth communities, and our mission is carried out via three unique pillars, which are inspiring individuals educational empowerment, and connecting community. And overall, in all that we do, we just try to empower individuals to make healthy life choices. Awesome. Awesome. Now you work with youth a lot. Is that the only community you work with or do you work with adults as well? It's mostly youth. Um, In December, I do have a HIV and AIDS empowerment brunch. So that one is mostly catered to adults. Okay. Okay. But I think that's some good work you're doing and you are home girl. You're from the boot. So, (laughs) (laughs) so that makes this bond even more special and especially you doing this in uh, a metropolitan area. And do you work mainly with uh, underserved youth? Yes. Yes. Okay. Definitely in the black and minority communities. Okay. Okay. Tell me um, about your empowerment 
experience that you just had. Tell us all about it. I'm excited. I'm excited. So Choices Empowerment Experience, it first started as just a nudge from God, placing it on my heart to create like, I guess, a camp or empowerment style seminar for youth because I see that youth have a lot of influences right now, especially with social media. And I just feel in New Orleans, this was like an untapped market to just really Mm -hmm. pour into the youth and empower them, especially at this age. This is such an instrumental age for them to make choices and decisions and things that can just really impact the future and abundance of their lives. So this is something that God laid on my heart during the pandemic and throughout the years until now it just it it just continued to cultivate and develop and then it birthed into a choice, a week-long empowerment experience for teen girls in New Orleans, ages 13 to 17, just to inspire the mind, body, and spirit and empower them to make healthy life choices. Awesome. I love it. And I was, you know, you did um, a day by day recap and it was so wonderful to see the girls on day one and then to see them on day five. It was like an end. It it was like a a birthing um, and enlightenment and empowerment as your um, seminar was called, you know, and it's the choices empowerment experience, right? Yes. It's choices an acronym for anything? Yes. I will uh, share two of the acronyms. Um, So the C stands for CREATE. And this is all about creating the life that you want and you deserve. Not tied into people pleasing or not tied into what other people want you to do. But literally, it's just a reminder that you have a blank canvas. And through your choices, you can create and design the abundant life. You can create a life where your dreams are fulfilled. You can create a life where you are healthy and whole. And then the second uh, letter that I will share in the choices method, H stands for honor. Um, And I can use myself as an example. Most of my choices have been honoring other people while leaving myself behind. So choices can't just be rooted in people pleasing because you're walking away from authenticity. You're walking away from who God created you to be. So honor, I think is my favorite because it is a reminder to me that I matter. So I have to honor my standards and my boundaries so that I can live a safe and healthy life. The C is for create, the H is for honor. I love it. I I can see where this could, I know your focus is youth, but I can see where that is also applicable for um, women, adults. Now your age group is what, seven to 17? 13 to 17 for the children. Okay, 13 to Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, awesome. I love that. I love that. Now, you said your entire organization, um, Do It For Me, was birthed out of honoring your mother. 
Um, could you share that story with us? Yes. So um, if I can share, it was a moment when I was a freshman in college at Christian Brothers University in Memphis, Tennessee. And I was sitting alone in my dorm room one quiet evening alone. And all of a sudden, sadness just overwhelmed me. And I immediately identified these feelings because these were the same recurring emotions that I would feel after losing my mother to AIDS when I was seven years old. So in the midst of my grief and frustration, you know, not having a mother to help me navigate yet another milestone of my life, in that moment, I said a short prayer to God and I was just like, God, you know, I wish I could use my mother's life or her story in a way that can inspire other youth from not going down the same path. And of course, I didn't really know what I was praying, but that's just what I <laughs> what I felt in that moment. And it was like a night or two later, I was laying in my little uncomfortable twin size dorm room bed and I clearly <laughs> heard the words, <laughs> do it for me. So I immediately popped up out of my sleep, found a, a loose leaf piece of paper and a pencil to write those words down so I would not lose those words. I did not know exactly like the entirety of what that meant at, in that moment, but I did know this was the answer to my prayer. I did know this was a profound moment that I had. I, I've never experienced something like this being awakened from my sleep in hearing something or being prompted to write something down. And this is when I knew that, you know, God was propelling me to purpose, that this this was a path to evolve and for me to learn more about on the journey. Mm, I love that. What I love is that you experienced that with God. Isn't it amazing how when we have that experience, from God that awakens us to our purpose. And even if we don't know what it is, or even if we're afraid of what it is, as I was, yeah. once you say yes, and you're obedient, how he opens the doors and removes the veil from your eyes so you can clearly see his vision for what he gave you. And I love the name Do It For Me because when you said it and you said it, you know, God told you that in my mind, it was like he was saying, do it for me. That's his, you know, this is all for his glory. Mm. It's all for his glory. You know, so I love yes. that, Jasmine. So how old was your mom when she had you? When she had me? Oh, I'm going to have to subtract. I'm going to just say she was in her late 20s. <laughs> she was okay. in her late okay. 20s. Okay. Gosh, I, when when I heard your story, uh actually you were on another podcast when when God showed me the connection to my audience. So tell me about the choice your mom made when she found out she was pregnant with you. Yes. So when my mother found out she was pregnant, this was during a time when AIDS was very prevalent and we did not have the type of medicine and science and advanced research as we have in today's time. So 
just me putting myself in my mother's shoes or just trying to imagine, you know, this is a time where she's watching the news and she's hearing the disheartening stories of people dying left and right from AIDS. This is a moment where I can imagine her just sitting down, staring out in the atmosphere, just wondering, you know, when her time was was going to be next. Like just having that awareness and understanding of my time is ticking away and I will soon be one of these numbers of people dying. And mm-hmm. of course, since there was not the medicine readily available, since we did not have the science, people, family, were, and her doctor was urging her to terminate her pregnancy because they thought it would be horrible for her to bring a child into this world that would only suffer and die. They thought that she was being selfish. They thought that Mm. it was just so horrible to have a child here born in this world who will definitely contract a disease, who will be in a helpless state, can't do anything for herself. And they just, in their minds, they did not see anything past her bringing a a, a child into the world to just suffer. But, (laughs) but God, I'm going to insert but God right there. (laughs) Come on with the but. Yeah. I just love, (laughs) like she, even in her absence, she has taught me what it means to honor. Although the people around her had limits on their eyes, the limits on their vision. She chose to believe. She chose faith. She chose to ignore the noise that was all around her and to go with her gut, to go with what the Holy Spirit was leading her to do and say, I'm going to take a chance on my child anyway. That she might, just might, <laughs> with through the power of God, might come to this earth and be able to live an abundant full life. I know it doesn't make sense. I know it doesn't add up to what science and research says, but God. And guess what? I stand Mm. here today as that very baby. I stand here today because Mm. of that decision of her honoring her boundaries, honoring what was best for her, honoring what her spirit Mm. was leading her to do. She is my Mm. number one teacher of honoring your boundaries mm. and going with God. Yes, Lord. Amen. Oh, I love it. God <laughs> bless you. And, and I want to say this. I, I do have, um, my heart feels for you that you didn't have your mother growing up. But I want to say you've done an amazing job with your life. And um, I've, I was very close to you for 12 months. And we're still in, in communication each week. Um, and just what God birthed from your mother into you to give to this world, even though she's not here mm. to give her gift. She gave us the gift of you, the gift of your life. And I will tell you this. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. If this had been a different time for me, if I wasn't in my place of healing, your story would bother me. Your story would bother me because I did I wasn't strong enough to make the choice your mom made. Mm. 
you know, and, but now, yes. but God, but God, here's another, but God, yes. <laughs> I can, I can rejoice with the choice that your mom made yeah. because I see you, I see you. And although I made the choice of abortion, um, I'm still living the beauty beyond those ashes. Yes. I'm still, I'm healed and God is using my story. And for us to be able to connect all those story, um, outcome was different. Same story. Yes. Same, same choice that your mom made, right? Yes. To have sex unprotected. Mm -hmm. She ended up uh, uh, contracting HIV. I ended up becoming pregnant. She ended up becoming pregnant and she made the choice to carry you and to parent you. And that is a blessing from God. And I'm so happy to be in connection with you. So happy. Oh, you have me crying. First, I I just want to (laughs) say your authenticity is just, it's like a healing river. and. Although I know, you know, your story and it's beauty beyond ashes. Your choice was still necessary because God has a way of orchestrating and working all things out for the good. So your choice, he's still orchestrating it in a way to help lead other women into healing, to help lead other women to experience and to live their beauty beyond their ashes. So. You go, girl. <laughs> Thank you. You got me. Thank you. I know. Me too. I had to stop for a minute. I had to pause and and kind of swallow. <laughs> but um, but I just God just laid that on my heart to show me um, where I am now. You know, and I believe um, yeah. He wants me to celebrate that place. He wants me to acknowledge that place. Um, and you saw me before I got to this place, right? You saw me not even wanting to say that in the group, you know, and having you all pray over and for me during my, what I call my transformation, my coming out of the cocoon and the butterfly that I have become, (laughs) you saw, you saw the work that it took and I wouldn't go back for nothing. I wouldn't shut my mouth for anything, you know? So I am so excited that you have chosen to use your mom's story to teach and to empower young girls because I was young when I made my choice, you know? And I know you're feeding into them healthy choices, but I still know that if they don't make a healthy choice, they will still have beauty beyond their ashes. They'll still have beauty beyond the choices that they make. And being in connection with you will, will stop them from doing like myself and some of my uh, community may be doing and living for years and years and years in regret and shame and 
hiding themselves and isolating themselves. You're empowering them to just live that they are, are vessels of the Mm. Lord, no matter what, no matter what. And to, to not give themselves grace, to, to, to give themselves themselves grace, grace. move at the pace of grace is what we used to say in P2P. Um, but I, I just, I just love your organization. Um, do it for me. Now, um, choices is a subdivision of do it for me. Yes. That's just a signature program that we offer. Okay. What else comes out of do it for me? So originally when I first started, I would go around to different churches since I am a church girl and I would speak to the youth of the church giving HIV and AIDS presentations. And then after having children, everything was on pause for a while. So then uh, last December, God nudged me again and said, hey, you know, functioning in the area that you like to function, which is like planning and organizing an event. So in honor of World AIDS Day in this past December, we launched our inaugural HIV and AIDS empowerment brunch and silent auction. And that was that was absolutely beautiful. Mm. So that's like the first event that Do It For Me has done. And then Choices is our second event. So right now, I guess it'll just be the brunch and choices until God tell us something else he wants us to do. Amen. So are is both of these programs annual? Yes. Okay. And you just finished your first choices empowerment um, experience last Friday? Yes, it was so beautiful. So beautiful. Mm. So tell me just briefly some of the things you did during the experience. Okay. So each day had a theme. So for example, on Monday, our theme was you are a masterpiece. And each morning, the lady would, ladies would come in and have light breakfast, and they would be empowered through scripture and have a journal and activity moment. And then it would just be a course of speakers and activities throughout the week. So, for example, we had Bishop R.C. Blakes, who did his signature father-daughter talk. We had a Zumba instructor come. We had a licensed therapist. Dr. Dominique to come and do a two-hour roundtable therapy session. And that was definitely like a breather moment for the girls. We uh, we had a day that was just centered around business where they had a speaker for entrepreneurship and real estate. I taught on debt elimination, and then they were able to break off into teams to create business plans and have a competition. So this week was, it was a week of empowerment for real. It was beautiful. I see this growing nationally. I see this growing beyond the borders of Louisiana, for sure. Like, like all that you did, that is powerful for any, any youth to learn and experience too. Yeah. And I saw how they were hugging that last day. And these were girls yes. that didn't even know one another when they came in. They didn't even know one another. Mm. I they didn't know it. each other it. and I didn't know them. <laughs> mm. Wow. And I'm so I'm so 
happy that you were able to get others to pour into these girls the way they did. And what is your uh, Facebook page so that if they want to see what the um, experience was like to kind of capture some of the moments for themselves, where can they see that? That would be facebook.com forward slash do it for me. Mm, And then on Instagram, it's do it for me org. Okay. And so is that where Jasmine hangs out too? (laughs) Yeah. Jasmine hangs out on Facebook and Instagram. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I, I do thank you for coming and sharing all of this and um, I know there was so much more on my heart to say, um, but we'll, I guess we'll just say it between the two of us, because I think, um, I know that you filled uh, my community with um, just a great amount of knowledge and, um, ooh, just, just God and the spirit of God, just all in what you do and who you are. And who you are. So Jasmine, I thank you so much for taking your time to come and share with us here at Beauty Beyond the Ashes podcast. And I hope this isn't your last time. I hope not either. And I enjoy myself with you. Thank you so much to you and your community. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, guys, this is the end for us. Uh, Until next week, same time, same place. Until then, please remember, don't be so uncomfortable with the darkness of your past that you're too fearful to walk into the light of your future. God bless you and have a good week.